All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. Maybe some surprising news coming out of the Avalanche system. With Sampo Ranta signing with a team over in Sweden. Doesn't mean his career with the Avalanche is completely over, but at least for now, he's not going to be around for a couple years. We'll talk about that and a lot more. New episode of Lockdown Avalanche coming at you. Your Lockdown Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked On Avalanche. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. I am Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Uh, follow us on our social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And definitely sign up for that subtext subscription as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. And you can chat with Kyle and I one on one. All right. I'm sure some people might have uh, their opinion on what's uh, what happened with Sample Ranta. We'll get to that in a quick second. Uh, also today, as you can see on the rundown, if you are watching on YouTube, we have uh, Arturi Lekkinen's grade, which we will get to, and a couple Instagram questions that people threw out. Uh, there was There's always good questions that people throw out on Instagram. We'll get to a few of them today and save some for probably Monday as well. Uh, but yeah, where we're going to start was uh, a little bit of a surprising news, and and I'm I'm wearing his jersey today in in, in uh, memoriam for him. Not memoriam, like he passed away <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, his his time with the Avalanche, it's it's up in the air in terms of what's happened going to happen in a couple of years. He 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 goes and signs. Uh, with a Swedish team, Sampo Ranta goes and signs a two-year contract, and I don't know these teams in, in Sweden. Uh, I, yeah, he plays for Moto. Moto is the name, which I I, I kind of want a Moto jersey. I don't even know what they look like. But They're good. A, They're really, really good. Yeah. It's it's going to be a it's going to be a good landing spot for him for sure. All right, and uh, credit to Megan over at DNVR for uh, breaking that news. Um, which I don't think anybody really saw coming. Uh, it's not like he's been tearing it up for the avalanche, but he's still a younger guy and he was given an opportunity, a couple opportunities and just never seized them. And I, I, I don't think this was an avalanche. Like clearly they're not going to tell him to go sign somewhere else. I think this was him kind of saying like, I feel like I can maybe progress more and, and, get more playing time and be more of an impact to a team. If I go sign with this Swedish team and that's what he decided to do. I could kind of understand that uh, with his two years of avalanche action. I think he's seen, it's been 16 games between the two years. He right. hasn't registered anything on the board when it comes Nothing. to those two years. Didn't he, didn't he have a, a, he had a goal, but yes. I think it was called back. I think it was, it was like an back. Alex Newhook offsides or something like that. And I could kind of see it on that front that, yes, you would like to see. And like I said, going to Moto, he's going to get that opportunity. Like you're going to – it's a good place to be. It's a good place to develop. Will he come back? I rem, 
I, I know you kind of wore the jersey in memoriam. I have my Sampo Ranta jersey as well back there. The jersey mm-hmm. curse continues. <laughs> I buy a player's jersey and they leave the team. Thanks, Nas. Um, but <laughs> um, it's not like didn't Martin Kaut also spend some time in Sweden not too long ago before mm-hmm. the pandemic? I believe he was a rental player. It might have been something like that. I don't think it was anything <clears throat> where it was like he went and signed a deal like this. Uh, I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head if that but if that did happen for him. If this leads to him getting a different look, a change of scenery, which was something we talk about often, yeah, this might be good for Sampo because everybody knows. Like I love to sing the praises for Sampo Ranta. Love to give him an opportunity on this team every chance I get. But it just hasn't clicked yet. So maybe this will help him. It could. And and it's not, <clears throat> like I said, it's not completely over for him. And and what happens here is the avalanche uh, go through. And then they still retain his, his rights. There's a system to it. And they have to qualify him and things like that. And, and so basically when that contract is over with Moto, he can say like, and he wants to come back to the NHL he's still property of the avalanche. So it's not like the door is not completely shut for him to come back. But one has to wonder, like if he does, if he does well over there and he's happy and I don't know what the money is like in, in a Mm. league like that. um, And he would make more there than, than here. It would then have to be a decision on his part. Do I want to stay where I am? Uh, My, 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 Stats are going up. I'm I'm playing more. I'm making more money. Or the pull of possibly playing in the NHL is always going to be real. Do I do that? He's going to have a decision to make in a couple of years. Um, so it's not completely over for him and the Colorado Avalanche. But this just go like, and we're going to get to the Instagram question a little bit later on. That kind of alludes to this in, in a more roundabout way. You know, he he likely was one of going to be one of those guys that gets invited to camp, mm-hmm. right? And whether or not he he would have made it, probably a long shot. But you never know. You never know where it clicks for guys, and they're just given an opportunity. Um, I think for Ranta, he was given a couple opportunities, and this was one of those things where it's like he didn't seize it enough for him to really ever get called back up, and with all of those injuries that the avalanche had last year, he didn't get many looks. Is this, I don't want to downgrade the guy, but is this really like a huge deal going forward for the avalanche for the next couple of years? If I'm not mistaken, Peter Forsberg also has something to do with Modo. Oh, really? This, this could end up. So there's a connection there. There's a connection and it could help. Sampo's development mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it also frees up some more roster spots in Loveland this is not so much of a huge avalanche issue mm-hmm. this answers a question because going into this offseason into training camp the avalanche have a roster full of questions you look at the roster and you don't know how it's going to be comprised you just got an answer it's not going to have Sampo rant on it for at least two years Right, and that's my question. Like, how, how big of a deal is that? I think he's one of those guys that we we really kind of had high expectations for uh, when they drafted him, and uh, you know the, those third round picks 
you know, don't always pan out. A lot of them don't pan out. So is this a surprise that, that he kind of got off to like the struggles that he did when he was called up? Um, and even in the, the AHL, it wasn't like he was down there tearing it up. Uh, I, I think he had like something like a hundred and was in the teens, yeah. hundred and like 16 games and had, I think like 48 career points. It, it, I mean, at what point do we like, Hey, he's got a cool name. He's got a cool nickname. Uh, we, we, we could, you always get those guys there in, in the third round. They're like, Hey, maybe he's the diamond in the rough that everybody else passed on for two rounds. And we got, he landed to us in the third round. It just didn't seem like it was going to materialize at least for now. So I don't think this is the worst thing in the world for him. Go. And I don't, I'm not saying his confidence is low, but uh, if you go over to Sweden and tear it up, your, only your confidence is going up higher. And then if you want to return, you get a better Sampo Ranta back if he wants to return, if it all goes well for him in Sweden. Yeah, and you don't want to keep, uh, for lack of a better term, babysitting mm-hmm. players. Like We're going through this right now with Alex Newhook. Like you have all of this potential, you're mm-hmm. given all these roster spots, you're giving these opportunities, and it's still not working. We're asking you to play NHL level hockey, and it's just not clicking. Mm-hmm. Like Alex Newhook finished the year on the fourth line. It's the same thing with Sampo Ranta. Like you keep, you know, it's there, but you're waiting for it to click, and you're asking, okay, you're we're giving you. You just mentioned all the games that he's logged in the AHL. Okay, when are you going to make this next step? Like, he's already answered that question for you. The Avalanche now have, they can kind of temporarily put it it to the side and say, okay, let's comprise this roster without Sampo. We don't have to put all this time and energy in coaching him up and getting him NHL ready. He wants to go play for Moto. That's fine. You turn and look at the Eagles and start developing there. And maybe something clicks for, and if it never clicks for Sampo over, with moto then that answers everything and when he comes back you i don't know what you have an ahl player yeah you have a career ahl player if if he wants to come back and that's even if the avalanche if it if it fails over there for him i mean the avalanche have his rights they just might not like renounce his rights or trade him away or something like hey it's not working in the ahl it's not working in the nhl it's not working over in sweden somebody else you know somebody else take him and see what you can do with him so uh, I don't think it's going to go that far, but um, yeah, we'll just have to wait a couple of years to see how this thing pans out for him. So I wish him the best, and yep. and, and he's, you know he's a part of it was a part of the team, so you obviously root for him. Um, so I just hope he can go maybe right to the career and come back and and see what we got after that. That's yeah. that's what we hope for. That's and like that's what I was going to say to close it out. Sampo chose this. The Avalanche did not tell him to go. To Moto, this was something Sampo decided to do, so yeah. let him go on his little journey and we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're gonna hear from Bird Dogs and then we're gonna get to Arturi Lekanen's season grade. Um, and with Bird Dogs, uh, yeah, Kyle, Kyle, I'm not, I'm honestly not kidding you, people. Uh, Kyle text me we text all throughout the day there they are he texts me uh just how much he's in love with these bird dog shorts uh randomly 
Yep. Like we'll be talking literally like we talk obviously hockey and avalanche hockey and I'll get the random text. Dude, these bird dog shorts are still amazing. Yep. I, uh, I, I spread the gospel of bird dogs. I'm like, have you heard the good news? Yeah. Uh, like, so guess which did... pair I'm wearing today. Like, <laughs> it's 50, 50. Yeah. They, they sent us a couple pairs. Uh, they are the three things. I keep saying this with bird dogs, fit, comfort, and versatility they fit fantastically they feel amazing they're made out of really high quality materials the comfort is just off the charts and they are versatile you can wear them all day long and do multiple things either around the house out and about go out to a nice dinner and you don't have to change your pants or your shorts and right now you can go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl and enter the promo code locked on nhl and they are going to throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumblered sh- tumbler. Show it to the people there, Mr. Shaggy Van Doom. That thing is uh, gorgeous. It blends right in with that Peter Forsberg Nordiques jersey back there. Yes, that is dark blue, dark Nordique blue back there with the logo stamped on the bottom. It still impresses me. Definitely go to Bird Dogs, get some incredible pants or shorts birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL promo code lockdown NHL and get that sweet Yeti style tumbler. All right. As we make our way through the season grades for the Colorado avalanche, next up is Arturi Lekkinen. And uh, let me get it on the screen here for everybody. There you are. Um, if you're watching over on YouTube, um, there you have it. So you, it, it, it's it's a it's a mixture. It is a mixture Ooh. of grades here. Um, on Instagram, fifty one percent went A. On Twitter, forty eight percent went A. On YouTube, forty two percent went B. Uh, you went with a flat B, and I went with an A minus. <clears throat> so what is your uh, what is your take on the season from Arturi Lekinen? 57 points. That's career best for Arturi mm-hmm. Lekkonen. That He had an incredible year quietly. Very well said. Yeah. It, with every, and it stands out that it was a quiet career best year in points when you had so many injuries on this team. Mm-hmm. He contributes, he hustles, he's clutch. He does everything you ask. The reason I gave him a flat B, again, with the injuries, there were so many times that you wanted him just to take that next step, like to put the team on your back dough, and he just didn't. And I just wanted – you're consistent. You're great. Fifty-four, uh, 57 points, that's exactly what you want out of that, you know, that second line. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit more. It's just well, and and the fifty-seven points is including the playoffs, um, and and that's in seventy-one games, which is including the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, it was, I, it's, I think it's it was weird. fifty-four regular season points. Fifty-one. Yeah, so. uh, Fifty. Uh, was it no? I mean, but well, bring it up. It doesn't matter. But I mean, the thing, like, I like how you said it was like quiet. Yes. Um, and 
I think there's some part of me and probably some other people out there that wanted him to, like you said, like put the team on his back, like Miko Rantanen style. Yes. You know, like that was visible game in and game out that Miko was like, I know we got a, a mountain of injuries. Come with me, boys. Like we'll, we'll, we'll get this. And Lekkanen was one of those guys that like kind of followed Miko along. Yeah. And if, and it, it, and it's it would be a tough task for anybody to match the production that Miko was doing. So, um, but what Lekkanen did, uh, I, I thought was was what the team needed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he wasn't that point per per game guy, but he can be that, and I think he will be that as you know, maybe even this next season. I think he can get to that point. Um, I his. Defense is is really underrated, and his yeah. his forechecking next to Nachuskin is the best on the team. And there were moments uh, where Bednar would put Lekkinen and Nachuskin on the same line, and I did not like that. And I understood it, and it was and it was a good line when they were together. But I just like the two headed monster of you know when you have that one player that's up there pressing on defense. Having that, having the opponent have to deal with two guys in a row, you know, doing that in Lekkanen and Nachuskin. But at the same time, when you put both of them on the same line, that's a nightmare for other teams to try to navigate to because they're so good defensively. So, yeah, his offensive numbers, I would have liked to seen them been up a little bit more because he got a lot, he had a lot more on his shoulders because of all the injuries. I would have liked to seen them gone up a little bit. I can live with where they're at, but it doesn't take away from what he brings to you defensively. I do like his defensive play. And we always talk, when we talk about defensemen, we talk about, well, offense isn't everything. It's how you play defense. Well, defense isn't everything as a forward. And with you being bounced in the first round, you kind of want some offense from somebody that isn't Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. Mm. And, I mentioned that it was a quiet career year. Lekkanen needs to have more loud games. Like if you could yeah. have, if you yeah, could yeah. have JT Comfer like two goal hat trick kind of games, you could have, you could have well, that, weird that pro- four like, or five point game that comes yes. out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like if Mulgan can get two goals and we go crazy and have a parade for the kid, like Lekkanen has all the talent in the world to have a loud game where we talk about. Lekkinen, he could string points together and go on streaks night in, night out. He mm-hmm. needs to be a little bit louder. I, I get it. You're consistent. You're doing what you need to, but get loud, Lecky. Well, I'm going through his game logs. Uh, first game of the season, he had a three point game. He had two goals and an assist against That's the right. Blackhawks in that in that uh, banner raising game. And then the very next game, he had, he had an assist. So he was off to the races. And we're, we're, we're like, yeah, we're expecting this from him. And then you go through the rest of the season, and it's a, a lot of just compiling points one at a time, two yeah. at a time, which is fine, which is fine. But like you're saying, like here's a three-point game against Ottawa. That's January 14th. So he had the three-point opening night uh, game on October 12th, and then his next three-point game. And I'm not saying three-point games are handed out like candy. Um, but his next three point game was against Ottawa, January 14th. 
that's you know four months later three months later i'm sorry so you know and you like to see some in between there a few more of those um and then he had one more march 13th which was the third to last game of the season for him because that's when he that's when he got hurt and he missed a month um he had a three-point game against montreal so three three-point games for him um again it's just like it's good and you go through those game logs and he's got points all over the place ones and twos all over the place throw in an extra one here and there get a four-point game somewhere get like make a name for yourself i, I like i like how you said use the term like loud yeah uh be that guy that is just on the ice like wow like he's taking this game over and i don't know if it's just because you know he's playing with guys who regularly take the game over so he might feel like i don't have to eh, but start feeling like you should start feeling like you can because you can do that he's got and, the ability to do that and with the turnover on this team year in year out from the cup team and everything that's going on like i always i kind of it's unfair but on that second line i always look at lekkonen and i'm like well how are you better than burakovsky and burakovsky had loud games Great. Yeah. It, it was once a month, but it was a loud game. And yeah. he had two or three games, or he would have a two or three assist night. And it's a baseball stat, but like the wins over replacement, like yeah, it's it's the same. It's how I view these grades. Like, okay, we don't have burst Berkey, and it's the, I think it's the Nas losing Nas is how I look at the team. Are we improving mm-hmm. or are we getting worse? Berkey had loud games. But then he would go invisible, but he'd still contribute at the yeah. lecking and pace of these slow little, you know, just drips here and there and there. He can uh, compile more of these. He's just got to, and I expect that next season. I expect this grade to be much higher say, as well. I'm just going to say, I, I, I want to see where he goes next year. He's 27 yeah. years old, right? Um, he just had a career high in points. How do you follow that up? When, when you're at that age and you've had your career year, uh, what's next? And I, I think he can continue to increase yeah. uh, his production. I really do. So, all right. That's uh, the grade for Terry Lekkinen. What say you, Abs Faithful? Uh, comments in uh, the YouTube section below. I'm sure you're going to have a lot to say about that. All right. Let us hear from FanDuel and then uh, a couple of questions we'll get to from uh, the Abs Faithful. Faithful. Faith, faith FanDuel. Yeah. Faith FanDuel. Faith FanDuel. Uh, when it comes to FanDuel, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs and more so the NBA finals. Because right now, new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And I can only imagine what's going on in Nuggets Nation right now. And, and I, you know, Every day is no, I'm not not a, the biggest NBA fan, but hey, if the Nuggets are in, you gotta pull for them. So um, I'm assuming there's gonna be a lot of action over at FanDuel, and it's looking like I mean Miami didn't officially get in, right? I mean, no, and they, the Celtics are at time of recording, they are winning that game, so they're making oh, it difficult. Yeah, I didn't even know that game was being played as we are recording this. So, I mean, there's a hockey game being played, so I don't really care if there's an NBA game going on. But there is an NBA game going on. So Miami is struggling to close this thing out. Oh, boy. 
Yeah. In the words of Christopher Lloyd from Angels in the Outfield, I'm always Mm -hmm. watching. (laughs) So uh, I think a lot of people thought this was going to be a Nuggets heat. It still probably will be. But I think either way, Nuggets Nation is uh, pretty happy with what the Nuggets, the the matchup. Let Joker and Jamal Murray rest. What do you think if it's uh, if it's Nuggets heat? How how many does that go? You're the it's, expert here, not me. It's 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 probably a five or six game Nuggets. Like the Nuggets are really really good. Yeah, and if it's Nuggets Celtics, they're going to sweep the Celtics. Whoa! And, and the Celtics are the better team, right? The Celtics are very. Emotional. I mean, better team other than Miami. Yeah, and the Celtics are very emotional. Yes, they are. Uh, all right. Well, we'll have to see. So there's no better place to bet all the playoff action. Than America's number one sports book. Once again, go to fanduel.com slash locked on and get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. So uh, we had a couple questions get thrown in through Instagram. So we want to jump right into those. Um, well, we've been talking about, we talked about Sampo. So why don't we kind of uh, continue that a little bit? And uh, what's the name? Collins, Collins Wellness. There you go. Collins Wellness. Good name. Yeah. Uh, Which Eagles player would you most like to see get a chance for the abs this year? Um, Yeah. So what do you think? And and if we had answered this yesterday, I'm sure one Mm -hmm. of us would have thrown out Sampo because we, you know, we root for the guy. It probably would have been you. Uh, but we root for the guy, but you know, that can't be an answer right now. So who would it be? You know, this is my obligatory, obligatory Spencer mm-hmm. small man. He still exists. <laughs> Got to throw him out yeah. there. Right. Um, honestly, thinking about it with the year that he had the, the brief appearance that he made, I would like mm-hmm. to see Callahan Burt take a step up. And they called him up for a couple games and he was last all right. year and he wasn't bad. He really wasn't bad. I mean, the, the effort was absolutely there. So, uh, but is, is he one of those guys that can can do that night in, night out through the grind of an NHL season? And there is a grind to an AHL season. I'm not trying to minimize that, but it's a different animal when you're up uh, with the big boys. Could he do that for the, the course of a, a season? Uh, I mean, he's he's, I don't know. I, I, I feel know. like he was a victim of the the Martin Cout don't burn the ten game ELC. I feel like if you would have let him cook, I think there might be something there. Oh, he's twenty six years old. Yeah, um, he only played two games. I, I knew he only had like I yeah, thought he, he had was, three or four, but, but he only he, played two. He made an interesting debut, and then his mm-hmm. second game was also like he stood out. And a lot of players don't. Yeah. So, all right, I wouldn't be against that one. Um, yeah, when this question gets asked, I'm I'm always going to throw Jean Luc Foodie out there, um, and he was impressive too in mm-hmm. the short amount of time that he was called up. Um, so I think he gets a bigger look this off season. He got a little little taste last year, and I think they were happy with him. Um, so I think he gets a little bit of a taste. Um, and I, 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 and I had a conversation with someone on um, YouTube about uh, Sam Malinsky. Mm. Um, I, I think he's more ready than than we kind of realize. Um, 
and when you have a guy that goes four years in college, obviously, you know, the age, you know, they're a little bit more mature age wise, but they still haven't played at the pro yeah. level, right? They played four years at a college level, which is not the pro level, but they're a little bit more mature. Uh, they, they understand the game that much more. Um, I think he could be given an opportunity. And depending on what happens with Ab's defenseman, if we are getting rid of one in particular, if that happens, um, you got to replace him somehow. And it could be that route. It could yep. be. Um, I, I just want to see what he does. I'm not saying put him in there and just, you know, uh, let him learn on the job. I do want to see, like, when you put him in, because he hasn't been in that position yet. You put him in there, see how he does in the preseason and training camp. If he's showing you something, maybe give him an opportunity. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I, definitely agree with that and yeah. if i had to throw out a second name i think it's a louse in time for everything you said about malinsky another one, man. I, yeah. I think it's a louse in time he's another one so uh maybe a year earlier than than they planned on it but sometimes rash decisions need to be made yep. uh so yeah I, i'm interested to see what eagles guys what they can do in the uh preseason um how about uh, – we'll go with a, a Georgiev question. And this is from Matt Combe. Um, if Georgie has another great season, should the Avs extend him or trade him for assets and picks? Um, they got a couple more years with his – I think two more years on his deal, and it's a sweet one. Um, 3.1, is it? 3.4, sorry. 3.4, two more years left on that. Um, the Avs have kind of shown like they don't like to overpay for their goalies. This is just going to come down to money. Yep. This is going to come down to how much he wants, how much the Avalanche are willing to pay, for how long. It's, 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 I don't know if they try to extend. I think he will have another good season. Um, I just get the vibe because the number he's at right now um, – I don't know if he accepts an extension uh, unless it's a, a a deal that the avalanche go above what they've shown that they will pay for goalies. And I don't think it goes to the extension point because the abs are, I think going to stick to that and he's going to be like, I'll, I'll play the market. And if he has two more good seasons, he's definitely going to cash in somewhere else. Yep. So the question remains, do they trade him? No. I don't think you trade a goalie like that. You you will play, you will ride that out to try to win the cup. And that, like, you're not going to trade that goalie, your A1 goalie for question marks. You know yeah. what I mean? So no, he's not going to get traded. Um, I don't think he's going to get extended because he's going to want more than what the Avalanche are going to willing to pay him. And I know we're thinking way ahead here. But it, that is, I mean, it's a good question for now because it's one that they're going to have to address in a couple of years and, and it might not go the way the Avalanche want to go. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. It's Trade is off the table. The Avs will not do that with what your is producing right now. Mm -hmm. When yeah. it comes to the talk, it's, it's, it's going to be, this is the money we are going to pay you. Do you take it? Yes or no? Yeah. And if he says no, then they will find somebody. They will play money ball. They will put his stats in a computer click search find that player <laughs> and then sign that player i think the way the avalanche view the goalie position is like look what we've done for the past yep. few years we've had a revolving door of goalies and we've been 
successful in terms of winning games and winning a championship. Yep. They're just not going to throw money at a goalie right now. They have too many other needs and, and uh, you know, too many star players on the lines that they have to pay and they'll go find a goalie. They probably want him to stay, but they will have a number and they will not go over it. I just feel like that number is not going to be where Georgiev is going to want because he's going to have three solid seasons under the avalanche. We assume and then we got to play the game again. So, yeah, the days of Vasilevsky and Hellebuck are long gone in the NHL. Happen. Doesn't happen. Rare, seldom. Seldom yep. does it happen. For those guys, it does. For the, for the top three or four guys, it does. Other than that, it really doesn't happen. Um, and finally, Grant Foster, 15. What new Avalanche signing would excite both of you the most? Um, I didn't get into specifics, so I don't know if he means like, uh, unrestricted on the avalanche side or a free agent from somewhere else. So we can just open it up to either one of those. What do you think? Ooh, a signing the abs really need that would excite me. It, it's going to have to be something to replace that two C it's mm-hmm. going to have to be a depth move that instantly clicks. Um, I, you know, honestly, if we were playing fantasy right here, I would, this would be the perfect year to bring Sidney Crosby aboard. <laughs> like, let's just. I mean, hey, the question is, what would excite you? Would that not? Uh, it would. Come on now. This, yeah. <laughs> because honestly, with everything going on and how the team is like, there's a lot of pieces missing. This is the year you would want a big name on your roster. Yeah. To comprise it and put it together and restore some confidence in where this team's going. So that would excite me. Hey, man. There's a lot of question yeah. marks going in this offseason. That, that would excite the fan base, no doubt. Uh, for a player already on the Avs, and he's already under contract, Devon Taves. Devon mm. Taves, knowing that he is, is locked up for a handful of years, that would excite me. Guys that are not on the team, I've talked about uh, – we've talked about this really when we did our, our uh, UFA shows. Um, I, I – the more I kind of like look into it, I think Connor Shearer would be great on this team. Yeah. I really want Connor Shearer on this team. And of course, I'm going to will this into existence, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, until it happens. And I have one person on my bandwagon, and I and I should have looked him up. He's on YouTube. Uh, he's with me, Shane Gossespierre. Let's make it happen. Let's go get Miles Wood. Keep Erod. Erod too. I, I I would be very happy with uh, Erod too. Yeah, agreed. Uh, fire away comment section. Uh, we have a couple more questions that we will get to on Monday, uh, but until now, that's going to wrap it up for today and for this week. So thank you for tuning in today, every day. Very much appreciated when you make this your first listen of the day. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So we'll be back next week. See what happens over the weekend. And. Um, what's what's the score check the score one last time do we have a stanley cup final no dallas stars win in overtime three to two so that series goes on all right everybody that's going to wrap it up for today he is mr shaggy von doom kyle sullivan i am chris maselli this is the locked on avalanche podcast have a good weekend we'll see you next week Go, Abs, go!